Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians by Music First Hand. You're listening to Season 15, Episode 203, recorded on May 3rd, 2022. Live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Kenny Hayda and the others. Thank you for supporting local live music. Remember to give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now brought to you by Music First Hand, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Hello and welcome to episode, why do I do this to myself every time? 203, episode 203 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Uh, my name is Becky Jo Neal. I am your lovely host for this evening. Uh, my fabulous co-host is still not feeling very hot. So please, everybody send your love to Kim on the various socials. Send her gifts with a double F and a T, you know, Venmo her. I don't know. She, she needs like some chicken soup and a prayer. So everybody, please send your best to Kimberly. And we love you. We hope you're feeling better. And we can't wait to have you back on the show. We are joined by the incredibly talented, the famed. This, like, first of all, this background is like giving me um, a recording studio, but it's also uh, where we just like hang out and chill and smoke weed. We are here, <laughs> we are here with... Kenny Hayda and the others. Round of applause. Howdy. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Oh God, I'm just going to turn. I have I have to watch myself for comments on this. I'm just going to literally turn so I can't watch myself doing cringy things like round of applause like I'm a 12-year-old at a fucking bassoon concert. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Um uh, if you would like to introduce yourself to the friends of the pod, please uh, tell us who you all are and what you guys do for the band. Yeah, I'm Kenny, and uh, I guess I'm the founder <laughs> of the band. Uh, I, play, I play guitar and vocals. Um, uh, my name is Micaiah. I play bass, and I do backup vocals for the band. My name is Jim. And uh, I just look pretty. No, I'm uh, the other guitar player. I'm the real player. <laughs> you look pretty. Chris on the God mic going through. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. We all know that part. Um, no, but that's incredible. Thank you all three for being a part of our show. And uh, I hope you're not too afraid of... <laughs> but it's not that scary. I think a lot of people like act like there need to be like shots taken, deep breaths had. Most of the time, Kim and I are probably going to ask you about stupid shit like, I don't know. If you heard that noise, it was my dog flapping her ears. It was not something falling down the stairs. Come here. You want to come say hi? Yeah. Most of the time, it's just the dog interrupting the podcast or my shitty air conditioning unit interrupting us. But I would like to know, I know y'all formed like is a product sort of of the pandemic. Like, tell us about like how y'all got together. Great founder, Kenny of Kenny and the others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, I had moved from Dallas in 2017 um, and basically was really itching to get back into the music scene. And then during the pandemic, um, I basically just posted on Facebook looking for um, a bass player, looking for uh, anybody who wanted to jam. And this fine gentleman right here responded. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh went to go practice at the music lab which no longer open and r.i.p <laughs> yes r.i.p the music lab um and uh it enjoyed the music and learned it learned it pretty quickly we were supposed to play for south by and then uh everything got shut down and yeah then it was just kind of sit we we're sitting around for a bit and we we're like well you know what do we what do we do with this time so we decided to start practicing anyways we're like well everything's gonna open up back again someday yeah. which at that point in time someday seemed like forever you know we seemed like it would be forever but yeah we started practicing and writing and came out with an album and we're pretty proud of the work we've done so far absolutely yeah it was it was pretty crazy and it was it, it was kind of perfect timing as well because um uh, my wife and I were expecting our first child as well. And so that immediately coincided with the pandemic. And so 
as you can imagine, with an already chaotic situation happening around all of us, uh, you know, emotions were up and down um, with uh, with welcoming in, you know, a new kid. And so it was like, man, I was pretty, I was pretty emotional <laughs> during 2020. And the healthiest way for me to deal with 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 all of that confusion and um, joyous and you know. Like mountains and valleys vicissitudes was to just basically write and you know i had a bunch of uh riff and riff ideas and song ideas and i just was able to really get to it and and then uh showing those ideas to this guy and then one other friend of ours brandon custer who was uh who was uh gracious enough to uh play drums with us for a little time uh, just to kind of get us on our feet um you know things really gelled and really came together in a, in a, in a big way. And, uh, in a way for us to be like, yeah, we're, we're ready to go into the studio and just lay down some tracks. So, yeah. And I guess, what was it like, um, <clears throat> recording, I guess, I mean, like, sorry, Mars. I guess most people have like anxiety about just, you know, getting together in general during uh, a global pandemic, but like, I wanted to know like your personal experience, with recording this album, was it, I would imagine it would be like super relieving to get to produce, uh, but were there any like weird steps or um, sort of precautions you have to take in that process or was it traditional straight in? So at, I think at the beginning, like during the rehearsals and during us cutting demos of the songs that we wanted to track, um, we were all pretty conscious of you know the possibility of getting each other sick not knowing exactly you know how covid would affect us individually um so you know it was very very easy going we just decided to wear a mask and uh you know we kind of spaced ourselves away from each other a little bit and with the knowledge that i was not going to wear a mask while i was singing into the microphone um and everybody just kind of seemed to be okay with it when we did get into the studio we recorded at um uh, Eastside, uh, Eastside Studios, which is Studios 501 on uh, Fifth Street with Austin Sizzler. And um, he, uh, you know, Eastside, he, he was like, let's, you know, can we all just wear a mask? And, and then once we, once we start, you know, overdubbing some things, you know, we'll be in separate isolation booths. And, you know, obviously you don't have to wear a mask in there because you're obviously isolated. So, um, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of how we approach. Yeah, that's kind of how we approached it. So, um, you know, it wasn't really a big thing for us. It was just, eh, let's just, the work was more important than, you know, any kind of debate of wearing a mask or anything else like that. Yeah. And your work speaks for itself. It's beautiful and well put together and seems very, yeah, thank like, you. Uh, with a, like, there's heart in it, but also a certain level of professionalism that bleeds through that. I, okay. My final question before we get into song one, and it doesn't have to be like, like uh, maybe maybe i mean obviously you had a child in this process but i was going to ask like what was your favorite part of not uh, of the of 2020 leading into the origin of y'all's um band and friendship and i guess music uh well i'll, I'll just start i guess other than you know welcoming my my kid uh it was actually getting to to know these guys and uh becoming friends and more than just uh, bandmates. So for me personally, that's what, that's what, that would be my answer. <laughs> uh, for me, it was getting, uh, so before the pandemic, I was <clears throat> playing like in an 18 piece jazz band. I was playing in a bunch of projects that weren't really like fulfilling. They just needed a bass player. So I was just kind of there. So it's kind of uh, one of my first experiences playing in a band that I was actually excited to be playing in where I like the music and the people. Um, I think that's probably my favorite bit. Oh, what about you, Jimbo? My, <clears throat> excuse me. It's the monkey shoulder. Uh, yeah, my favorite part was moving to Texas. Because <laughs> um, I, uh, I came from Cal... Don't at me, but I came from California. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, put me in your fucking band. Um, Collected drive. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I moved here a little over a year ago, and uh, yeah, that that was the best part uh, for me because um, uh, I've been here for a little over a year, and it, I mean, not like I, I can't imagine a better decision I could have made for myself. Just a, I'm just much happier here than I was. I'm I'm gigging. We were just talking like 
um, before we got rolling it's about how much is, you know, how, how do you, you know, how do you get booked on a gig? Try to go on a vacation. It's like, but like the phone is for me just has not stopped ringing for gigs. And like, I have stuff booked out in June, July. And like, that was not the case when I was uh, as much when I was in California. So that's, it's been great. I'm, I'm, pl I'm playing so much. It's getting annoying, which I have to remind myself that that's a really awesome problem to have. Booked and blessed, but you can also say no sometimes, honey. You're more than mm -hmm. welcome to say no. I'm going to Cabo. <laughs> That's just, you can do that. That's well within your rights. Um, well, thank you also about the like beautiful variety of answers. I loved that. It was incredible. Yeah. I like that I really thought I could ask you, what's the best thing that's happened to you since 2020? And you had a baby, like, of course. <laughs> if the answer wasn't the baby, I would call CPS. I'd be like, sir. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to go on to the first song. Um, if you're having a good time, I would advise you to go on over to Venmo. That is the preferred tipping of choice. We have a running ticker at the bottom of the screen if you're watching this on YouTube. But if you're not, it is literally just at Kenny Dash NADA, which is spelled uh, N A D A. So H A D A. Oh, I literally, I can't read my own. Do you see this? I might put this up there because like, this is a quiz you're going to take later. You can't read this. You can't. Fun, fun fact, I that's can't. not the first time it's happened. I can't no. read it. Kenny oh, Nader's out there getting rich. H-A-D-A. I can't spell. I like how I said, I said it and I can't do this. These are the Kenny, things Kenny Nada. I'm nothing. I'm fucking nothing. Yeah, Kenny Nada. <laughs> Oh no, that's so sad. Oh, you know what? Actually, Thank though, you. I think we might have actually just invited the next Instagram like OnlyFans phishing scam. They just tell people your name, <laughs> is and they mm. just, oh god. By the way, that happened to me this week. If y'all get an Instagram request from some weird uh, nudie website, it ain't me. I I would have privately DM'd you about it. It was not me. Um, so I'm saying, yeah, just report the profile, please. If it already hasn't stopped existing. Um, so Kenny dash. Hey, duh. I can't read. A-D-A. H-A-D-A. Uh, and then make sure you drop the fist bump for the music first hand. And then they requested the guitar emoji or the monocle emoji. You know, maybe you're an intellectual. Maybe you um, like monocles. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you play guitar. Maybe your vision sucks in one eye. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's the real team. Maybe, maybe you like peanuts. Doesn't that peanut dude have a monocle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. you just like peanuts. Mm. Maybe you're Mr. Peanut. Um, if you're Mr. Peanut, yeah. please head on over <laughs> to Venmo. Please sponsor and us. Them. And also, uh, a quick shout out to our peanuts for life. Thank you again. We appreciate you, uh, all of our patrons. Stick, uh, stay tuned for the Patreon exclusive of this. I'm sure it will no doubt be incred. Uh, go to CIMP.live if you want to subscribe. That being said, here is the first song from Kenny Hayda. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to just meditate on my inability to write my own or read my own handwriting uh, while y'all listen <laughs> to Kenny and preferably tip them. Uh, enjoy. Here's the first song. Just need 
to sleep before my breakdown. I'll get plugged in just to fucking burn out. Don't need a screen to believe anything that I might have not seen. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you again very much for being a part of our show. Um, this is normally the section where Kim gets to ask her stand mail segment, but unfortunately she is not here. So that means I get to ask questions. So All buckle right. up, butter All butts. Right. Not, not really. I just have, it's a very simple butter question. butts. How'd you know my nickname? <laughs> <laughs> See, I Googled. Yeah. I know also McIntyre, I'm wearing your shirt, so he should be here watching. That's a safe shirt. That is cool. Yeah, it's a McIntyre shirt. Come on, Andy. Um, Hell yeah. Also, y'all's website is literally just khtomusic.com. Khtomusic.com. Yeah. So, khto music, and y'all got merch. So, shout out. Anybody want to go buy some merch from Kenny and the others? Go go that way. Anywho, all. I have a question for each one of you, and I guess maybe I'll start like, I'll go like, for me, it's left to right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with Jim. I don't know where. Are, yes, is that left to right on y'all's side? No, no way. That's right to left for y'all. He's to yeah, my it's right. Right to left, but you know, it's left somewhere. Camera left, camera right. It's five eleven. This dude. Somewhere. Um, <laughs> that was. I'm the guy on the left or right. <laughs> uh, Jim, I know. Would that be center. You, at right, at left. But now we're just getting political, and I'm gonna get scared. Anyway, uh, Jim, I know that you relocated from California to Texas. I have so yeah. many questions. I prom, I'm not. They're not judgy. I promise. You said like, be nice. Mm -hmm. I, I, I work at. <laughs> if you've never been to Esther's Follies, I suggest going. We we make fun of Californians a lot, but I promise you won't cry. And now oh, it sounds like my scene totally. Yeah, like we, we we're friends now, so at least you know. Cry, <laughs> I can tell someone important about it. Um, but I, my biggest oh, thing yeah. is the the taco debate. Mm, okay. I need to know your personal opinion. Is the California taco superior to the Texas taco? Is the Texas taco superior to the California taco? Do you say a big? I can swear, right? In Mexico. Yeah, of course you can. No, yeah, no, <laughs> fuck no. Texas is better. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> California has better burritos. Texas has better tacos. Yeah, because don't the burritos in California have French fries in them? No, that's uh, that's Euro. No, that's like no, that's, that's Promani's in in uh, oh. in Pittsburgh. 
That's that's their thing. They put fries in their fucking sandwiches and burritos and shit. See, I'm here for that. I mean, I don't like. I put fries on my. It's on like a. It's kind of good. Yeah, on a Big Mac, like there, the middle bun should be also adorned with a row of perfectly placed French fries. They don't stick over the bun. You gotta dump out the French fries and find. This is just me being an ass, but I, I yeah, you put the fries on the Big Mac, and then it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Just me, but okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. I haven't had a Big Mac in like twenty years. <laughs> oh, she's a vegan. Okay, so we're fine. No, no. Hey, how you take that back? No. <laughs> this is when I get absolutely punched through a Zoom meeting. Like it'll happen to me someday. Uh, but my my last question, my last question for you, Jim, is is the driving better in California or Austin? Oh, the traffic's definitely better. And I no, mean, I know the yeah. traffic. Okay, driving. So be more specific. What do you mean, the drivers? Do you mean like the yes. the, the construction of the roads? Um, oh, the roads is part uh, of it, but I mean, yeah, no, the driving like people's Texas own- drivers. Yeah. Texas drivers are more aggressive, but less checked out because California drivers are like texting on medication and like they're just, like <laughs> like plowing in parked vans and not even realizing it. And but uh, <laughs> Texans are not as checked out, but they are more aggressive. <laughs> and, and I will take more aggressive because to be an aggressive driver, you have to be paying attention. We are never going to be able to play California. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of the California. <laughs> Californians just cancel us immediately because no, they won't because there aren't enough beta blockers. They're not even paying attention. <laughs> fine. We're fine. No, maybe that's it. Honestly, I have this experiment every time I try to go to work and it pisses my boyfriend off so much because there's this two lane turn thing off of a uh, frontage onto Cesar Chavez. That just means nothing to anybody outside of Austin. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I get cut off every damn day at this spot because some people don't know how to read five signs in a row and chris knows this is not the first time i've bitched about this on the podcast i'm gonna get the city involved that's what's happening okay yeah we're sorry we're getting, we're getting regional hey can i can i i don't know maybe somebody maybe there's a civil engineer listening right now so <laughs> on, like on the like demographic check this out no you're no you're like laughing at me but you're gonna hear me you're gonna go oh yeah that is that is kind of bullshit so on Fifth Street, when you get off the, the freeway, you go on Fifth Street like you're going downtown, like you're going towards that Whole Foods. Uh-huh. Um, on the far right lane, it's bikes and public transportation only, right? There's signs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and there used to be like a, like those little plastic dividers that you can totally hit if you want, but you know, they're there, so you probably won't. Yeah, nine times so they re- on the ground. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, right, they're bent, like on Rainy Street, they're bent over and you have to like drive in the, anyway. Um, so they, they repainted it and repaved it, but they took the dividers away. And now there's always assholes in that lane. Like, anyway, it's true. It, it, it's, and then, so yeah, you're supposed to turn, you're supposed to turn right from the second lane. But when you do that, there's always some asshole. They're like, Hey, what gives man? It's like, no, you're wrong. Anyway, go ahead. Traffic talk on comedians. Honestly, uh, if you think I'm making fun of you. I am not. I am just as aggravated. <laughs> I, oh, no. I think we're on the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> or like it's two turn lanes right there. And so if you're in that second turn lane, there's always somebody from that right lane that cuts you off. So it always causes trouble so right there. That's a, that's a whole, that's a whole different thing. That, that, <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about like that right lane. If you're not a municipal bus or like a guy, or a guy on a scooter, what are you doing in that lane? You guys keep bitching. I'll just keep drinking. If you're not a municipal yeah. Kenny's like, that's it. I'm not riding the, the city commissioner, but can, we are just going to send them this video and the city commissioners be like, seriously, we need to stop musicians from having so much power in the city. Yeah, like, being, <laughs> we're going to take away your loading lane on, on Sanjak. <laughs> Don't put that evil into the world, man. <laughs> Keep bitching about the roads. We'll take away ham. See how that works. I'm like, Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, they do it though. And they do it sneakily. Um, <laughs> Sam is my Lord and savior. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Everybody, yes, everyone support him. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, and for okay. you know, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, we just really like lunch meat here. <laughs> yes, lunch meat with two A's. That means it's so thickly sliced. It's got two A's. It's ham with two Damn. A's. No, 
No, it's uh, Arr, uh, it's Texas ham. <laughs> Texas ham on Texas toast. Arr, yeah, sandwich is that big. Arr, you have to dislocate your jaw like a python to do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> but some si- some one science person seemed like actually it's um the uh constrictor no constrictors no it is the constrictors I think it's the shit I saw well, it myself. Yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I we know. got the snacks so much. Well, actually. <laughs> Honestly, though, it, there's so many responses to after. Well, actually, it could go one of either ways. One, I'm running, and two, I'm rolling my eyes into an oblivion. But, you know, uh, also, I just broke my pen on accident. That's on anxiety. Okay. So, my next question going down the line um, this one's for Kenny. Uh, did you have a musical family growing up and do you intend on raising your baby in a musical family or whatever that means? Are you going to be like the Partridge family in the wing or <laughs> like, fun? um, so my mother, my mother, uh, sang in mariachi group. Um, but I wouldn't say that we were a musical <laughs> family per se. Um, my mother was just, is just naturally gifted, um, vocally. And I, I don't know, I, I just kind of fell in love with drums first and then fell in love with guitar because I loved the band Boston and I wanted to make those kinds of guitar sounds. And I just kind of took it upon myself from a very young age to just keep learning how to play guitar. And so I guess, I don't know, my, my dad can play a couple of chords on the guitar, but we weren't we weren't really a musical family per se, but, um, I do. (laughs) Um, so my son's name is Atticus. So, uh, I do kind of, I would like for Atticus to kind of grow up at least surrounded by music. And if he, uh, so chooses to be a musician, then more power to him. That's great. You know, we'll, I'll help him in any way possible, but, um, I mean, I will always be a musician. And so I guess, but you know by that fact he will naturally grow up in a music household but you know i'm not going to force him to play music or anything like that but um, is he like drawn you know. to it at all does he like bop around with y'all or um yeah actually he's already starting to like create his own little songs and sing and just kind of like babble and stuff so uh i think his first song is mama Dada. so it goes something like mama Dada. So it's it's I think I might you know we might work on that. Yeah. Just that's his first song. I've yeah, heard much worse. Please? You've heard much worse. It's very popular. <laughs> on rainy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's uh yeah, so that's that's my answer. <laughs> I love that. I think that's incredible. I can't wait to, for his EP to drop. Uh let me know. I will be yeah that uh mixtape release no doubt absolutely <laughs> absolutely i'm not sure what genre we're gonna go in with you know he's gonna go with in in with it but uh you know it'll it'll, it'll turn some heads it sounds like he's doing his own like reverb and stuff maybe he's like a maybe he's like a house music aficionado or something he's the next like actually cool dj to go to a party to <laughs> hopefully well Micaiah says jazz fusion so you know maybe he could be a jazz fusion dj i don't jazz know fusion DJ. <laughs> i mean I what has jazz oh, not fused with <laughs> <laughs> now the latest cut from Ornette coleman <laughs> <laughs> is he dead okay. yeah I, i'm here for it i uh definitely would love to see that familial collab um Micaiah, my question was because you were saying like you said something that was kind of like, oh, I've, you know, I've worked with a lot of uh, projects, which is like, you know, you just come in and they need a basis. I know that a lot of musicians in the city, that is kind of the reality for a lot of people. Like you, you have a skill, you, you bounce around from project to project because that's what people, you know, you got like, I just want to know, like personally for you, who was the, who were your biggest influences to get involved um, in not only the bass, but like, it, did, you, did you grow up playing other instruments? Like, how did you end up at the bass influentially? Uh, the way the way anybody ends up playing bass, uh, all their friends played guitar. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so true. 
<laughs> no, uh, I started I started uh, playing clarinet. I grew up in a musical household. We were all made to play instruments. Like my cousin played trombone. I had several others that played clarinet, saxophone, and stuff like that. Uh, my grandfather played saxophone. Um, he played with the Nash Hernandez Orchestra, uh, and they're they're still playing. They're they're a jazz band that's been going on for over seventy years. Wow, play at yeah. Don's Depot every now and then. Mm. Um, and he played with them. And so he kind of got me into music as well. And uh, so I started playing clarinet and I was like, oh, cool. Well, when I go hang out with my friends, I practice with uh, after band class and uh, they all played guitar and drums and stuff. And they're like, well, we need a bass player. So I ended up on bass and uh it just kind of i just kind of stuck with it did jazz band and stuff like that through high school um i i kind of took a little break from it going into college um until the professors were like oh we don't have any uh bass players in our music school for whatever reason um so we need somebody for the jazz department so then they threw me in there <laughs> And they were like, yeah, you can play, you can play stuff uh, here, play. We're going to play, throw some Jacko and Mingus at you. And I'm like, I don't even know how to make a walking bass line, you crazy people. <laughs> um, and they're like, why aren't you practicing? I'm like, I don't know what to do. How do you practice something that you don't know what to do? Uh, but yeah, um, but outside of that, I think like my biggest influences were probably uh, like, I I grew up listening to a bunch of like Casey and the Sunshine Band and uh, the Brothers Johnson, just a bunch of older stuff like that. I really like old funk and disco music. Um, it really speaks to me. It's fun. It's always got fun stuff, fun bass lines. A lot of it's like real simple, uh, but it it sits well in a nice pocket and it just lays a foundation. Um, like uh jungle boogie is just playing the walking down a scale but it's hmm. it's such a sick line especially when you get horns on top of it and stuff like that but yeah i prefer that shit well, yeah. hell yeah that was my uh attempt at kim's creepy intrusive questions although like she does a lot more creeping than i do um y'all are like <clears throat> as as like a group pretty like personally private on the internet so i just wanted to like learn a little bit more you know how it is <laughs> and when, we come, when we come back from this uh two song break they're gonna play two more songs we're gonna play another game and get to know them a little bit more before uh we do a quick little uh one more song and then close out uh and then we're gonna record some super exclusive patreon content so go on over to cimp.live to see that and peruse on over to venmo at k-e-n-n-y dash h-a-d-a and you use the music first hand fist bump and then the either monocle emoji or the guitar emoji whatever you're feeling you know just make sure you use the music first hand fist bump so they know that you listen to this episode all right that being said here is a couple more songs from kenny hayda and the others enjoy <clears throat> do we have two songs <laughs> man he just wrote the one song been i mean i'm just singing. blowing up on one song we talking about fair <laughs> trade yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come hang around here uninvited like a leech tied to a Company gets crowded. Oh, and please leave me alone. Sisters need to be applauded. Oh, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling like a dog. Be put down. All right, all right, oh, yeah. Put me Tree. 
casually dropping in that little vocal moment at the end you know how it, it goes i'm sure any mcintyre will have something to say about it <laughs> so, so it. technically if we play the same song twice it means we play two songs right <laughs> for sure well it was really one and a half times one and a half time yeah so we can play this we can only play half this next song <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're on a schedule here it's all about variety here on comedians and musicians you know sometimes it just comes in a duel um funny things happen <laughs> It's the Sorry. <laughs> it's live theater. People outside wouldn't understand. Um, actually, the other night at Esther's, I'm not kidding. We were, I was. Uh, y'all been Esther's Follies? I haven't. It's no. like a, y- y'all got to te- text me and you can come. It's a very it's weird. It's a vaudeville show, so like right, SNL weird. but with magic. And our uh, sound system went out right at the top of our show the other day. And we had to improv real quick, and it was, ooh, y- y'all, it, it was terrifying, Chris. Like, we we make fun of it all day, but, like, we had no, well, the only thing we had was piano. So we had to do all these, like, random things that don't have any sound, like, really quick. It was, like, the absolute <laughs> scramble. Um, I'm sure all y'all know exactly what, something bad happens every time, every show. Sometimes people don't notice. Sometimes you have to explain to the audience, like, hi. <laughs> things are bad yeah uh, <laughs> uh i guess i wanted to know because i mentioned it earlier y'all are like pretty private on your social media which is uh fair for people you to must have the wrong instagram brand. for me <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't get your finsta jim i didn't get jim i you didn't invite me to your finsta i need to know your private I'm instagram so oh, it must have been your your fake account Hey, honestly, yeah. though, I seriously, though, please report the shit on that. <laughs> I'm about to sue them for the it. The weird part was like 40 some odd people within an hour followed it. I was like, y'all, okay. <laughs> I would like to see y'all's <laughs> money. Thank you very much. 
I will personally Venmo request every one of you 40 people. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I, I wanted to do a little like pretty private person pod quiz and just to kind of a rapid fire down the line, um, have y'all answer all the same question. Um, they're not really like think pieces here. Um, we're not exactly NPR, but um, I just want to know a little bit more. <laughs> I'm sure they drink just as much on NPR, but you know, it's fine. It's probably water. Yeah. Though. Terry Gross is quite a lush. What <laughs> <laughs> if though? What if? We're going to find what out. What if I got sued for that comment? <laughs> You get canceled for talking shit on NPR. I give him 1099s, by the way, just so he <laughs> I'm not laughing. Flashback oh, no. Saints gets talking about it in the morning. <laughs> we love you, NPR. Don't hate us. Uh, okay. Uh, rapid fire down the There goes that tiny desk video. <laughs> You're like immediately putting into subscription on. No, um, my first question is uh, Do you have a favorite tattoo or any tattoos? Like I know on I can me? see Micaiah on ourselves. <laughs> no, like yeah, on yourself. Like if you don't have any, do you want one? If you have some, what is your favorite? Uh, my favorite's my back piece. It's a circle of fits, a mandala. Oh, cool! It's pretty, pretty nerdy. <laughs> uh, my guitar tattoo. Live for it. It's my fave. It's my fave. Um, I like this one because everyone gets it wrong. What is it? What do you think it is? Oh, let me get closer. It literally, no, no one's ever got it right. Well, it looks like the equality symbol, but it's obviously nope. it's obviously in a placement where a tattoo artist would be like, that doesn't read as an equality symbol if you put your hand down like this. I, I don't know. I'm confused. You, you you got ripped off. They were doing the, the the tattoo the tattoo artist actually didn't know how to do the black flag. No, you know. I, I have, oh, I have, no. I've had yeah, I've had equality. I've had black flag. <laughs> no, that would be on me. It's like here, can you put this wrong shit on me? Like no, that would be on me. Um, for, and even like here's a hint. I think drummers are still like I don't know an equal sign. Um, it's a percussion clef because I've got a treble and a bass clef right. I don't know what what you can see. What you can't. I've got a treble and a bass clef there. So I got a percussion clef uh, right above it. So it's uh, genius. I was gonna say it just it can't be an equality sign because if any tattoo artist in the world put an equality sign this direction on an arm, <laughs> should be immediately ripped of their. It's <laughs> not. That's not. Don't don't be mean. Like it's that. not their fault. I was like, yeah, I want an equality sign, but I stand like this a lot, so. <laughs> You're like, I want the. I want. Um, I really want the division sign, but I kind of want it crossed <laughs> on my head, so it looks like the percent. Like that would be great. Let's just no no. <laughs> I was like, but I, again, I have like basement tattoos and the word soup tattooed on the back of my arm. So I cannot judge literally anybody. Oh, yeah. but, there you go. Um, okay. Like, Do you have, huh? I said, I like soup. Who doesn't I'm like, like I know, soup? I know you're supposed to be interviewing us. What? Why? What? How'd that happen? Uh, my youngest sibling and I did the four letter word TikTok tattoo secret challenge on each other. And I got soup because... When we were growing up, I cooked a lot of Campbell's soup because we were latchkey kids. <laughs> There's a lot of Campbell's what is soup. She her? Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I got, uh, uh, they got married in June and uh, their dog's name is June. So I put June on her arm and it worked. <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> it worked. Uh, Don't ever do that challenge with me, guys. I know, right? I really <laughs> thought I was going to get like, I really thought I was going to get just like toot. Or something <laughs> stupid. Um, just boob, not boobs. Just boob. You know, like that would be. Would no, be if people play that game with me, that's going to affect your employability for sure. <laughs> I also heavily considered getting the word tits, but with an a lisp like tits. I thought that would have been really funny. That would have been sexy. But I don't think they would have appreciated the tits on the back of your arm would just be really <laughs> sorry. Wait, are there, is it, <laughs> at the end, are there two T's or one at the end? No, just T-I-T-H. -T -T -T. Okay, not T-I-T-T. -T. I'm gonna go. <laughs> even, even reading it in my brain makes me giggle and that's how I know internally I am seven years old. Tith. Um, 
Do y'all have a favorite book and or trash magazine? I know not everybody's a reader. What are you reading? Your your go to read. Uh, go for it. Uh, you've talked too much. I was like, <laughs> He's like, let me take over for the readers in this group. I have picked up a book recently. Okay, okay. Oh, I should shut up and just be like, Kenny Ada and fucking Jim. <laughs> uh, I like uh, probably my favorite book, but I don't because I did reread it recently and I was like, this is my favorite book. But it, it used to be Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's literally like drawings of buttholes in it. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's just where I was at when I was in my 20s and I read this. Like, this is a masterpiece. Um, but uh, Von, I, uh, Chuck Palahniuk, uh, although Which, it's a little bit hit or miss. I mean, obviously, like, Fight Club's great and Choke is great. But then I read another one called um, uh, Haunted, which just made me mad. Yep. And, uh, it's did you the, read Haunted? Is it the, it's the sequel or the prequel, right? It's Haunted and then... Oh my no, God. The, the writer's retreat um, where it's like every other chapter is an essay by one of the characters. And it's, it's, it's the book where Chuck wrote that essay that made people pass out and throw up when he read it, read it live. And then when I read it, I was like, yeah, I can like totally get that. <laughs> this is disgusting. Like Invisible Monsters is great. I saw, I saw him live on a college tour when he was re- basically was doing a college tour where he read all of his um, essays that he wrote for Playboy. Oh, so so he read guts. Yeah, he read guts, and like it was called um, like adult bedtime stories or something. And he came out in like a smoking jacket. It was very like he had us throw. He threw like uh, honking pigs at us. It was very weird. It was very college, and I was like, "We are intellectuals." And I was like, "No, I don't know what's happening." Yeah, he, <laughs> he he signed a book of mine, and he signed it. Uh, Beware of carrots, Chuck Palahniuk. God, I, I will. What a blessing to be just like a catastrophically weird person in some people. Yeah, to be that free. Yes. <laughs> this, this is it. Okay, Kenny, Kenny, what are you reading? Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to read lately, but I enjoy a lot of poetry. Um, anything from Neruda to Bukowski. And I think, honestly... Slashing Toward Nirvana is probably my favorite book of his. And I read that pretty young. And it's something that I just always revisit because it's an old dude drinking beers in bathtubs. And for some reason, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I dated a guy who was like a little bit too into Bukowski, but I think he was just into the whole like cheating on people and like drinking for fun thing. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think it was actually the word. No. So do you have like, a work that I need to read of Bukowski's? Uh, the Dharma Bums sometimes is, is like a work that I need to read. Like I, That's not Bukowski, it's Kerouac, but uh, like that's kind of, that's kind of a book that I've always just returned to whenever I need like solitude. And mm. I identify with Marley, um, who is just like, I don't know. It's, he's that crazy, crazy dude who just wants to get lost in the mountains. So I kind of identify with that a little bit. I feel like if you don't rec- if you don't like identify with somebody who just wants to fucking escape sometimes, like maybe they're just all the beta blocker Californians driving around. I don't know. That's, maybe, <laughs> that's just it. I've just full yeah. circled that, found that out. We've answered our own questions. Um, okay, Can I do a shameless plug real quick? Can I do a shameless Please. plug for my for, for my father? So he just won the uh, Oklahoma Book Award for his uh, latest book of poetry called uh, Contour Feathers. Nice. Oh, in Oklahoma, Reed. Wow, that's fair for you because you went to OSU. <laughs> so well, now we can't. <laughs> What's your answer, <laughs> asshole? There ain't nowhere to play there. <laughs> this interview goes on long enough. Like we're gonna cross out half the U.S. if we go on tour. <laughs> We'll play Buda. Lots of come to us. The more we talk shit about places, the more people uh, tune in. More of a liability. Yeah. Also, like, name a single person who was born somewhere and will fight for it without like being like, yeah, okay, yeah, our gas stations do suck. Or <laughs> no, Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah, but that's yeah. that's easy. 
Sorry, yeah, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like people from Jersey are like Steelers fans, like or Raiders fans. You're just an asshole to be an asshole. Here. Well, flee. flee. Also, have you been to Jersey? Flee. Once my sister lived there for a hot second, but she tells everyone she lived in New York. She lived in Hoboken. She lived there. Mm. Yeah, once is good. Yeah, once is fine. Yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> anyway, you get there once, you're like, it, it is oh. like the reality shows. Hot damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I need uh, to know. Makaya, what are you reading? Uh, what, 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 what is your go-to read? Uh, well, I have... I don't really have much time to read these days, but when I do, I like to read uh, manga. So I've been working my way slowly through uh, part seven of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Still Ball Run. It's real fun. Um, Atticus. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's uh, the guy who made it, uh, his name's uh, Rocky, and he, uh, he was actually the first manga artist to be uh, to be featured in the Lou, uh, wow. in France. Yeah, and he has a whole exhibit. He had a whole exhibit called uh, uh, Rohan Rohan visits an art museum or something like that. And so, like the whole room is is panels, and all the panels put together like an entire comic book. And it's it's real cool. Like, and he's made uh, spinoffs just of that art exhibit. So, that's badass yeah. that we have manga in the Louvre. That's cool. Come on. Yeah. Modern art. Hell yeah. It's on a fucking banana <laughs> tape to a wall. Jesus. Ugh. I respect <laughs> the banana tape to a wall was an insult to anybody who's ever put pen to paper. Um, <laughs> my, my last question for all of you, which I think is still my favorite. Uh, have you had, what's the fav- your favorite Halloween costume you've ever had? Go. Oh, that's easy for me. That was that was last year. We so we uh, my wife and I dressed uh, Atticus up as little Elton John, and I had a rocket ship suit jumpsuit, and my wife was a piano. Stop it! So right now, yeah, he uh, he was he was quite perfect. She actually made him a little suit with feathers and everything, and then we got him some hard glasses, and he just walked around. He would he would do this. He just. Like the orange and pink. Like thing? you just kind of like looked at everybody, huh? Like it was like yeah, the yeah. orange. Oh my god! Oh no, the, the the white feathers, the big white white feathers, and yeah, Why yeah. Better. That. Why is that yeah. better? Oh, <laughs> it was Wait, hilarious. Did, it was awesome. Did she like? Did she, she made the piano? No. So she had like a. It was like a piano dress, and then she got like an inflatable piano um, thing to strap around herself. And so, because he was only he was only one, um, or low over one so he, she would just like carry him around <laughs> so it kind of made sense incredible yeah yes oh there are pictures on instagram i think I'll, I'll share in the stories in the band's you know profile stories so that you know, everybody for, can see for it. the fans not for me yeah so for, the, for, for, for the fans, fans. for the followers yeah <laughs> everybody wants to know <laughs> uh, they are. when they i was know. when i was a kid i got to be darth maul for a halloween and that was Ooh, hell yeah cool. That is pretty I was sick. super excited about that one. Did you get the double saber from yeah. uh, from Walmart? Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. How many times did you wear it after Halloween? Uh, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure my mom hid it from me and threw it away because oh, she knew no. I would. <laughs> oh no! See, my mom only hid our costumes because I convinced my younger sibling that we should uh, just try trick-or-treating the day after. And my mom was woken up by our neighbors at like 7.30 in the morning. Like, can you please get your kid off my porch? Halloween is over. Get them out of my face. And we're like, well, <laughs> like it's fine. No. Jim, favorite Halloween costume? Go. Um, well, this will make sense when you want to show you my hairdo, but uh, Bane from the uh, from the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I, got a, I got a solid mask for it. I was Bane for like five years. <laughs> Like when it works, go, go for it. Yeah, well, the mask was expensive; it had to pay off. Wait, can you do the voice? Uh, no, <laughs> this is a family show, like that. Part of the mask. <laughs> no, one of them has to be left in the wreckage, brother. <laughs> yes. I would imagine, Sorry. yeah. If the if the, if the costume is expensive, I just justify doing like 
you know, I'll maybe be that costume one day of the weekend. And then next year I'll just recycle it again. I'm like, yeah, that was okay. That that was $75. I wore it twice. I wore it twice. <laughs> or I'll just bring it to the theater and let it rot in some box. Like, yeah, we'll someday need a honey boo boo's mom costume. I don't know. What <laughs> 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 Sometimes it's come in handy. That's fair. All right, fellas. Yeah, that's, so that's <laughs> thank be you for being a part of our uh, pretty private person pod quiz. I feel like I know so much more now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are going to hear one more song um, from Kenny Hayda and the others. But before that, I would like to remind y'all to go to CIMP.live and subscribe to our Patreon, where you can see over 150 exclusive behind the scenes, um, as well as silly ass stupid things competitions we've done in the past you can go on go over uh see our old shows all 202 of them at this point like go on up and see and if you would like to go to venmo because you've had such a good time today please 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 go to at kenny k-e-n-n-y dash h-a-d-a on venmo so you can go to venmo use the fist bump and the guitar emoji or the uh, monocle emoji either way that they know that you were listening tonight and shout out to all the people who were on Facebook tonight who were uh, commenting like Andy McIntyre. I love that Andy's here every time. I just, I, I chose to wear a shirt. Everyone go to Andy McIntyre's <clears throat> and get this weird Cheshire Cat shirt. I love it very much. And uh, be sure to go to khto.com to see uh, Kenny Hader. Now I'm literally choking on my own spit. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Hader and the others on uh, the website. You can find their uh, music. You can find their merch, the About uh, updates on where there will be. Here's the last song from Kenny and the others. Enjoy. Y'all, please go Venmo them, please. So the whole song this time. <laughs> let's do uh, it. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Diamond eyes and a crooked smile Fatal, femme de my Can't resist to say goodbye Lips like blood red wine Tantalize a sordid prize That's leashed for release, yeah Mistress loving the cough Drunk hearts with empty cups Getting filled just never enough Cause she's teasing my heart to steal away
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hell yes. Uh, and thanks again for everybody who stuck with us. <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulty, BS, but we appreciate y'all. And um, we are going to record an exclusive to, I don't know, I guess we could like technically if we wanted to. I'm talking about this like it's pre-production. Um, we are going <laughs> to record some exclusive after this. So if you want to hear more, just head on over to CIMP.live and you can find that. Um, before we go, I do want to ask uh, one more quick thing of all of y'all. How was your South by this year? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the return of South by. I just wanted to know, like, for those who were, like, out and about, like, what did y'all do? How was it like? Like, was it weird? Was it fun? Did you have a peak or a pit? Tell me about it. I, I thought it was, personally, like, my South by was busy. Um, I, I had friends that played, like, 30 shows within two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, I wasn't that busy. Um, but it was, it was kind of weird. Um, I think with the pandemic, it was still a bit, uh, more subdued than it had been in past years. So it was kind of like regular foot traffic in Austin, but parking was shitty. <laughs> shitty. <laughs> True. Um, True. Yeah. Cause they, they had all these roads blocked off and then you get into the city and it's like, there's no one here. Where, what is this? Um, is but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for us as a group, it was, it was pretty productive. It was, it was the right amount of busy for us, I think. So, I mean, there were a couple of days where we did do like back to back stuff, but, uh, yeah, for me personally, it was pretty busy as well. I did a lot of production stuff. Um, so, uh, and then of course a lot of playing, but, uh, yeah, it's good all around. How many shows did you play? Yeah. You, yeah. You, you individually so, did a lot, yeah. well, but not here. I did, uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I tour, uh, with an artist, an R and B artist named, uh, Shalea and she, there, she's out of California and she booked a tour doing South by. So I did, uh, I think one show with you guys, like the first few days of South by, and then I left for a tour. I was gone the entire time. So, uh. Not, so you had a good stuff. Yeah, you had a good but stuff. I, you know, I remember I was, just, I was bummed out, like, oh man, I'm gonna be gone. It's like my first, you know, South by actually, you know, living here. Like it's gonna be. And then I had the tours, like, oh, but whatever. And then I did the one gig with them. It was at the, it was at the Green Jay on Red River. It was great. Like, yeah. It's a cool venue, and obviously, like playing with these guys is awesome. But yeah, with the street closures and the parking nonsense, it's just like, yeah, I'm, you know, it's fine. And then I'm not going to be here. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of sucks. Yeah, a cop. Yeah, when, when, when I had to pick up the gear that night, a cop was, I, I talked to a cop and I was like, yo, I need to get in here to the load in zone so I can pick up my gear. He's like, so? I was like, what do you mean, so? <laughs> like, can you move so I can get in there? He's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, I'll just, wait then and he he finally talked to the other cop car and he got he got another cop to move and i was just like tax dollars at work all right it's <laughs> <laughs> like all right man thanks nope. oh, <laughs> yeah no he was right. like so <laughs> it's like okay whatever Jeez. anyways well, i'm glad y'all had a good time and honestly though i like yeah. uh jim's move of just like smoke bombing and exiting during south <laughs> like somebody and got <laughs> Like, I, I went to uh, I went to a jam like after South by when I got back, and then like uh, was, I like I, you know they called my name and I went up on stage to play and then the house bass player like passes me on the stairs and goes, oh you think you could just leave for South by and you could just waltz on back on stage? It's like what the fuck, man? <laughs> yes, and I am, and you do, and you did, and that was <laughs> I'm sure it was incredible. Well, thank you guys again so much for being a part of our show. Um, we have to cut and record some exclusive stuff, but we do have to say goodbye to our lovely Facebook viewers, our YouTube viewers, our uh, Twitch teachers, podcasters. Bye, freeloaders. So much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your content. Damn it. No, just kidding. Well, we do really appreciate the people who pay for their content. But uh, uh, before we get out of here, Kenny, do you would like to y'all just like blatantly promote anything you want to as much as you can to camera? Go for it. Yeah, Love Deluge. It's our it's our latest record came out and uh, check it out. It's on it. It's available everywhere. Um, you know, it's all the songs that basically we came up with during the pandemic and uh, I think one or two before, um, but it's all there. And 
khtomusic.com is uh, where we got everything going. Uh, we're take also a shot. oh, take a shot. I have monkey <laughs> shoulder. Uh, Steamer, Steamer Lane, May 13th. We're playing in Cedar Park. Steamer Lane, May 13th. Great venue. Uh, it's it's free. Donations accepted. So uh, we will have some merch available there. Um, but and then, yeah. And then the next day at the... Uh, oh, yeah. In Ellinger, Texas. Ellinger, yeah. yeah. It's uh, the Waterfront uh, the Waterfront Music Festival that's happening out there. So that's also free. Donations accepted. So, yeah. And then if you, if you want to come party with us... Uh, we play throw a party. We we, we, we play often at the drafting room. Uh, usually, you can catch us on Sundays at the drafting room from two to five. If not, if Kenny's not there, you'll see me and Jim there more than likely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, and then that uh, was it June fifth. All the way in June, we have something that we're doing with Hector Ward in the big time. Uh, it is oh, yeah, a benefit. it's a benefit show for uh, for his uh, um, merch uh, merch lady that uh, passed away, but. Um, we're doing a benefit show at the uh, Far Out Lounge for for them, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a good time and for a good cause too. So, yeah. So thanks again for um, everybody tuning in. Um, I hope you all got enough. And please follow, uh, subscribe, like, support uh, anything and everything this group does. It will be lovely and appreciated. Um, and if you had a good time tonight, you know what I'm gonna say. Go to Venmo. D D D. It's in the ticker. It's in the bio. Uh, Support local music. I don't know. Guilt trip. Insert guilt trip here. I, hello. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we don't have a lot of money. We need money. And, you know, like I said, I had a child and diapers. You, the Sarah McLaughlin. We're going out. Dude. For only $100 a day, you can, you too can sponsor my child. <laughs> <laughs> it's inflation rates, children. It's going up. Um, but a huge organic diapers. Yeah. <laughs> organic diapers? Might as well maybe get a fucking gold. But that's why we love you. Right. We love you, Atticus. You're perfect. Um, I thought you get the recyclable ones for the environment. You mean, you, can reuse. you mean washcloths? Yes. Wait, does that mean you can bury them in the yard? want him to be a parent <laughs> oh, I'm fighting on this one. Actually, no. Well, we have to say goodbye. But we love you. We'll see you all next week for episode 204. We hope you all had a good time. Okay, head over to musicfirsthand.live to watch additional episodes, grab some merch, and more. And remember to give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Thank you for listening. See you next time.